It's Billy. I'm glad you're here for today's episode of Start Small, Believe Big. Many of us often find ourselves somewhere in the middle of failure and fulfillment, stuck in a limbo of frustration. I believe when we start with small steps to learn what we need to leave behind, more of who God is and who He's created us to be, we will find peace and contentment. As we allow Jesus to transform us, we are empowered to live out His calling and purpose, one step, decision, and action at a time. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Have you ever been hurt by words others speak to or about you? I had a friend speak some very hurtful words to me. It broke my heart, and it also sort of embedded those words in the deepest part of my soul and my beliefs. Those words became the first that I replayed when I faced a challenge or an opportunity We're all afraid of bullies in our lives, and we think that maybe that was left behind in middle school. But there are still bullies in the world. There are still bullies at my age, in my mid-50s. But what I realized when I had this hurtful experience with my friend and really started looking at the way I was allowing these words to replay, I saw that it was me that was really my biggest bully engaging in just horrible internal dialogue, negative words, degrading who I am. All of that builds up barriers between Jesus and us. I saw that with every time that I said something terrible about myself, if it had to do with my looks, my inabilities, my being dumb, my being annoying, my personality's big and I cut myself because of that, that I embarrassed myself, which probably didn't. But these are the types of things that I bring up. My past, things that I did before I ask for forgiveness from Jesus. I continually bring up and beat myself up over it. My friend's words could have been heard and dismissed, but I used them in my treasure trove of negativity, negative thoughts, to beat myself up over and over again. I chose to remember hurtful words over the life-giving words that Jesus gives us in the Bible, that He speaks into our spirit every day when we're looking to Him. Today's scripture is 1 Thessalonians 2.13, and we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as it actually is, the Word of God, which is intended at work in you who believe. You see, here the Thessalonians were being commended by Paul, who's writing for Thessalonians, writing a letter to the Thessalonians, for continuing to work, continuing the work that they had learned in the Word of God, the things that they had learned from Paul. 
Paul knew that God's words were not just sermons or parables or or documents, but a real source of transforming power. In this verse, Paul expresses his gratitude that those Christians had responded with faith when he preached to them. They accepted what he said as God's word and not just mere words of man. Paul understood that the word of God had taken hold of their lives and was actually bearing spiritual fruit. This comment sort of expands on the remarks made by Paul at the start of this letter. So I would encourage you to go back and read the beginning of 1 Thessalonians when he in that beginning, referred to his constant mention of the Thessalonians in his prayers, that he was praying for them. You see, what I want you to understand, if you're truly seeking your purpose, peace, and contentment, is that the Bible is our resource of real living power. The words in the, in that book, in the Bible, are transforming lives every day. Are you one of them? I pray I am. I pray every day for you. I do as I do these podcasts, as I write the daily devotions that um, I write Monday through Friday, morning sunshine. I pray for the people that are reading that the words that God gives me, the words from the Bible, from Scripture, are actually helping transform their lives. When we truly seek to learn, we will be touched by God's power, and I promise you, you will never be the same in a really good way. So I want to talk about really four ways that I see how this um, can help our transformation. And before I talk about those four things, I want to apologize. I'm in a New York City apartment. It's the last times that I'll be uh, recording in this apartment. So the horns blowing and the knocking and all of that won't happen when I'm back home in Naples, Florida in my quiet little house. So I want to apologize for that. I find it funny that I didn't hear a horn blow until I started recording. However, there are four things I want you to think about when it comes to how the Word of God transforms our lives. First, we have to hear it. We know that faith comes by hearing. Listen to the words in your spirit as much as you read them with your eyes and complete them with your understanding and growing in wisdom. I really want you to listen to the words. What is God saying to you through the words of the Bible. Second, I want you to open up your hands and your heart and your mind and your spirit. Receive it. Receive it with affection. Each day as we read God's Word, falling in love with Him more and more through receiving the love that He has for us and the love that He shows us through His Word, And I want, I just, in that receiving it, I want us, I want us as people of God to receive the word with divine faith, divine faith, that faith in our almighty God, which isn't done without divine grace, because those words that we're repeating in our heads, we have to receive the grace of God to be able to let those go and leave those behind. 
We should receive the Word of God with affection and love according to His holiness, His wisdom, His truth, His goodness. You see, the words of man, even of ourselves, talking to ourselves, are not good. They're weak. They can kill our spirits. Sometimes they're false. They're foolish. They're fickle. But God's Word, in contrast to that, is holy and wise and just and faithful. The third thing is dismiss the words of others and our own. Leave those behind. This includes hurtful words spoken over you or your own reel of negative thoughts. And I also want to include words spoken and written by some preachers and teachers that are not sticking to God's word, but holding on to opinions and, and theories. Hold on to God's word higher than any of the other words that you receive or give yourself. The words not of human origin, but of divine revelation. And then I want you to repeat God's word above all others. When the real of thoughts or the, or the words come in from others, I want you to replace them with God's word. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is when we actually hear God's word, receive it, dismiss the other words. When the new thoughts, the new words, the new things start coming at us, we're able to replace it with the words that we've read in the Bible that we are truly receiving in our spirit. And that way we can retain God's Word within us so that in those split seconds, in those times that we need, we can refer to that. Now, I'm not saying memorize it word for word. If you can't do that, well, God's grace to you. But be in the Word so that when something comes up and someone says that, I don't know, that you're not kind, you know that God has given you Kindness. When people tell you you're not loving, when you know you have been, or people don't receive the love that you're giving them, that you can refer to that God has given me a spirit of love. And I want you to embrace that. So those are the first things that we're coming up with every time someone speaks those words to us or we speak those words to ourselves. For this cause, also thank God without ceasing. One of the main ingredients to moving from frustration to peace and contentment is being grateful. As Paul spoke in these words, and we also thank God continually. Paul and his disciples were thanking God continually for these people that were receiving God's word. Thank God ahead of time. Even if you feel you're not quite there yet, thank Him. As the followers of God, we're set apart for His glory. Our thinking needs to be different, so our actions will be different. That fruit, that spiritual fruit will be different. That's how the world will see that there's a different way to live, which is much more peace-filled than what the world can find. And that's how we show them Jesus. So I want to ask a question today. What is one thing you can thank God for in your spiritual growth? I'm thankful that He has given me this community of friends as He challenges me 
each and every day to start with one small step action or decision at a time. I don't speak those words because they're, because they're rote words that I, I feel like this podcast, I want to, you know, give you that in what I speak to you throughout these words of this podcast, but it is truthfully how I live my life every day. My husband and I sat down yesterday and prayed for people that have been in our life over this summer, over this baseball season, the six months that we've spent in New York City. We thanked God for them. We thanked God for all the things that has happened in our life this summer. And we're able to do that because we have stopped that that ticking reel of negative thoughts in our lives. Not that it doesn't come at us, but we come at it with words of God, not words of our own. When we have negative comments on social media or in public, we take them and we replace them with God's Word, and we're thankful that we even have an opportunity to be here. So let me encourage you today. You have everything you need already inside of you. You have the Spirit of God. Now, thank God and go use it to show others what God is doing in and through your life. I want to thank you for listening. But before we go, can I ask you to help out with the show? Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And then leave an honest review of the podcast. And I thank you in advance for that review because that helps others find this, that maybe these words will encourage them. I pray this podcast has encouraged you to allow Jesus to work in and through your life one step, one decision, and one action at a time. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. I hope you're back next week for another episode. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.